Welcome to GoPro, a podcast dedicated to giving athletes the tools to transition, transform, and achieve their greater purpose in life. Get ready to go pro. Hey y'all, welcome back to GoPro, the podcast that provides you with all the tools to transition, transform, and achieve your greater purpose. Today we're on part three of the framework series. Just a quick recap, the framework series is all about capitalizing on the opportunity that's available right now to start an e-commerce business or grow your online presence. Because if you don't, someone else will. As a result, I've been taking on the role of a student these past few months and studying a course on direct response marketing. And so the framework series encompasses the biggest and most practical takeaways that I've gotten. The title of part number three is storytelling. For this first exercise, I want you to close your eyes and travel back in time with me to when you were a child, maybe seven or eight, and you're getting ready for bed. Your mom, dad, or grandma walks in and is about to tuck you in. And before they leave your side, you yell out, wait, can you please tell me a story? So they kneeled down and told you your favorite story. And I want you to take a moment and envision all the details in that story from start to finish, the lessons you learn, the main characters. Now open your eyes. Hopefully, most of you were able to at least picture the main events of this story, even though that was 20, 30, 40 some odd years ago. Storytelling is an art form. It's the key ingredient, the secret sauce, the part of your business that you can completely control and take ownership of and allow people to feel that passion and energy that you've invested yourself. If you're familiar with any of the great sports movies, you have the team that starts out without a chance in hell at winning anything, and they somehow find a way to rally together uh, overcome adversity and start having success and now they're in the championship match and about halfway through they find themselves losing down and doubt starts to creep in you know can we really do this is this possible and then the leader gets up in front of everyone and tells the story of how far they've come the pain they've endured the differences they've had to set aside to even get a chance to compete for a championship and that inspires the team and, you know, they find their morale and they end up going on to win the game. The end, roll credits. The most important aspect of stories is that they evoke emotion. We are wired to take in information through stories. Every nursery rhyme, cat in the hat book, catchy jingle that we memorized when we were younger that had a practical message behind it was a story. Stories allow our brain to unconsciously pull the information that's being shared in versus when we're told facts and statistics, it's unnatural and the information is being pushed, forced, if you will. So today in part three, we're going to discuss the art of storytelling and give you the framework to tell your impactful story, which is one of the most important steps in your e-commerce business. So how do you create and tell your story in an entertaining way that makes your audience not only like you and relate to you, but also pre-sells them on the exact solution they need before you've even made an offer? 
Well, you do so through an eight-step model called the Epiphany Bridge. I would recommend writing this down if you can. So the Epiphany Bridge starts with a backstory. What is that story that makes people want to tune into your journey? People have to care about who you are as a person before they'll ever buy anything from you. If you're talking down to them from your pedestal of accomplishments and all the successes that you've had, then they won't listen to you. You have to meet them where they are through empathy and vulnerability. Hey, man, I've, I've been in your shoes. I know what it's like to X, Y and Z. Number two is desires. What is it that you want to accomplish internally and externally? See, most people are comfortable with sharing the external desires. I want to lose weight. I want to make money. The internal desires are tricky, however, because this is the stuff we we don't really feel comfortable sharing. This is where vulnerability comes into play. It's the underlying reason of your external desires. I wanted to lose weight because as a kid, I never felt accepted. I I really struggled with self-love. As soon as you're willing to share that deep internal desire, you build instant rapport because not many people are willing to expose themselves in that way because we're taught to bury those things, to hide them, to tough it out. But when your listeners hear those things, man, I I never felt like I was accepted. I struggled with self-love. They hear that and they're like, well, I've felt those things too. I can relate to this guy. Because to keep it 100, we've all been there at some point in time in our life. Step number three is the wall. In this stage of your story, you want to talk about the opportunity you were in when you hit a wall and you realized that the vehicle you were currently in was not going to take you where you wanted to be and how you had to make a conscious decision to get out of your vehicle and into a new vehicle, which is scary to think about, you know, because your whole entire life. You were taught this is the way to go about X, Y, and Z. And now you had no choice, no option, but to change your beliefs or you were going to be stuck in the same place. You have to show that you were willing to make that change, which was uncomfortable and terrifying. Step number four is the epiphany. What was that aha moment, the epiphany you experienced and the new opportunity that you discovered? Step number five is the plan. What was the plan that you created for yourself to achieve your desires, internal and external? Number six is the conflict. Although you're in this new mindset, this new vehicle that's taking you on this journey, nothing always goes according to plan, though. So what adversity did you face in your newfound mindset? Step number seven is the achievement. This is your chance to pat yourself on the back, celebrate those wins, and talk about some of the great achievements that you made along the way. Which brings us to our final step, the transformation. Whether you hit your goal or not, failed or succeeded, there was a transformation that went on internally where you pushed yourself to your limits and now you're a new creation, you're a new person. And so this is the opportunity to speak on some of the old habits you had to break to get to where you are how your methodology when you approach adversity has changed and some of the relationships that you've made along the way that will impact your character for a lifetime. So take them through that journey. And when you get to the end, you know, either I achieved my external desires or I didn't. But more importantly, I transformed throughout this process and I achieved my internal desire. And I'm a completely different person standing before you today. Isn't that amazing? 
And that's how you get people on board to believing in whatever you're selling. Most of you have heard my story in episode one, but I'm going to share it once more just to give you guys an idea of what it looks like and for the sake of this exercise. It would be an understatement to say I've always had a deep love for the game of football. Noise-canceling crowds, parking lots full of tailgaters, and two teams ready to compete to the end. About a year and a half ago, I played D1 football in the SEC, and we had just finished our final game of the season, our bowl game. And I didn't know it at the time, but that was going to be the last time I ever stepped foot on a football field again. That year, I was faced with a multitude of adversity. My senior year didn't go quite as I envisioned it. But even so, the end goal was still the same. I was planning on going to the NFL. So I signed with an agent and a week later I was home in my room staring at the ceiling fan with the weight of the world on my shoulders because my mind, body, and soul were at war with one another. See, up until that point, my number one goal was to make it to the league. But my body had endured three surgeries over three years up until that point and I'd be lying if I didn't say it affected my day-to-day life. And above all else, I felt a deeper calling in my soul to pursue something else. I couldn't quite put it into words or explain it, but it was such a conviction that I chose to listen to it and choose the road less traveled. Now make no mistake, this was one of the toughest decisions that I've ever had to make because I felt like a failure. It was one of the few times in my life that I felt like I didn't achieve my end goal. All my blood, sweat, and tears that I invested, I got no return. So I ended up going back to school for another semester, which was honestly kind of depressing because that time was set aside to train, to get my body in the best shape possible for the combine coming up, which is what all my other teammates and friends were doing. But after about a few weeks of feeling sorry for myself, not returning phone calls, and secluding myself from the world, I woke up and made a decision to move forward, to step into everything that I had felt like I had been called to pursue. And that allowed me to not only embrace this new chapter of my life without my sport, but rise above and transcend those natural feelings of jealousy, self-pity, comparison that come up when you see someone achieving the goals that you want set for yourself. And it also gave me the power to celebrate their successes and adopt the mindset that what God has for me will be for me. So the two things that I fixed my mind on were running my race and uplifting others in any way possible. Fast forward to today, a year removed from college, I'm making six figures, I've traveled the world and have my mental and physical health intact. Now, does that mean I have all the answers? Hell no, far from it. But on this journey, I've been transformed completely. And I want nothing but the same feeling for you, whatever stage you're at in your life. And the way I'm committed to doing this is through the GoPro podcast. So I welcome you on this journey, subscribe to the GoPro podcast, share it with your friends and take the first step towards your greater purpose in life. Boom, that's what it looks like. So you can only imagine how much more of an impact you'll have on your consumers, your fans, your customers. Once you share with them your story and your journey and the things you had to overcome to get to where you are today. 
That's all I got for you guys today. Thanks again for listening to the GoPro podcast. Have an amazing week and I'll see you next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the GoPro podcast with your host, Nate Brown. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify.